Welcome to another episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast, where it is our mission to bring you empowering and inspiring topics and conversations that will fuel your journey. Laughter and music are good for the soul, so we like to start off each broadcast with a song that will get you moving on the inside and the outside. The hope. Debrada D. Sally, a.k.a. D. Life Mentor Coach, and today's special guest will be right back. Enjoy. to another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. My name is Dee Sally, and I am your host. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are continuing our Meet the Author series with another co-author of the book, Race Full Seasons, the anthology, which is uh, actually being released um, this week, or has actually been released, but um, we will be marketing it soon so that you can place your order and get that book in your hands. Today, I am blessed to have co-author Dawn Courtney Mason joining me. And before I bring Dawn on the line, um, let me just share about a little bit about Dawn so that you'll know who she is when you do get the book. Um, Dawn's chapter is called My Time to Laugh and Shine. And Dawn is a graduate of Howard University. 
She has a certification in life purpose coaching from the Success Unlimited Network, and she is the founder of It's Dawn, which is a multifaceted company focusing on business, lifestyle, and motivation. Dawn lives her purpose by inspiring others to discover theirs. Committed to her community and helping others, she volunteers with the Jobs for Life Salisbury Program. Dawn is the First Lady of DM Ministries, where she serves alongside her husband. She is happily married to Reverend D.M. Mason, and she is the mother of a lovely daughter, Mia, and a handsome son, Nehemiah. Dawn holds membership in Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Inc., Delta Psi, uh, let me make sure I pronounce this properly, um, Delta Psi Epsilon Christian Sorority, Inc., Eta Phi Beta Sorority, Inc., and the National Association of University Women. Welcome, Dawn. Hello. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am good. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. We're excited to have you today. I'm excited to be here. Amen, amen. So you know what? Um, let's talk a bit about your chapter within the Graceful Seasons um, anthology um, where um, you and I and four other ladies share a portion of our journeys of triumph and um, God's faithfulness and his grace and mercy leading and guiding us through those seasons, and now we're on the other side. And your chapter being titled, My Time to Laugh and Shine. I know I read your bio and I told a lot about you, but there, is there anything else about you that you would like the listening audience to know about? Um, I guess, um, I, I, well, I shared in the book, but um, it's not, of course, in my bio. Just a little bit about me. Um, I, I grew up in the DMV area, so I, can, I am a DMV girl. Although I live in North Carolina now, um, I grew up with my grandparents in Virginia, I spent summers with my parents in Maryland, and then I went to college in D.C. So I have lived in all parts of that area sometime in my life. Right. And, of course, okay. I still have family and, and lots of friends, of course, still in that area. Um, that's, that's home. That'll always be home for me no matter where I live. So that's a yeah. little bit more about me. But you pretty much, I mean, I don't want to give everything about because they won't read the oh, book. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to tell it all. Just a little so, snippet. That was good enough that you're a DMV girl at heart. So thank yes, you for ma'am. sharing that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, so listen, tell me, tell me what was the greatest lesson you learned along your journey as it pertains to this particular season in your life, the one you shared within the anthology? I think the one thing that I have learned is the only person that I have to be perfect for is me. And, there's, and then I have some leeway even with that, even though no one is ever perfect. But the only person you really have to please is God and yourself. And hopefully as you please God and yourself, 
the people around you are being pleased also. Because if you're happy, you're going to spread it. As a matter of fact, I have a good friend who's one of my readers. She gets my quotes on a daily basis. She told me once that she described me as a, my personality is being infectious. And it's like once you're around me, every whatever I'm feeling, everybody else is feeling too. And so um, that's why I'm saying, you know, if you're pleasing God, of course, doing what he's asked you to do as far as your purpose is concerned. Um, and, of course, a lot of us are still trying to figure some of that out. But if you have a general idea of who you are as a person and how, why God created you and you are happy doing what it is you do, then people around you will feel that also, hopefully. But, again, um, I think that's the main thing I've learned, that the only person i got to be perfect for is God and me. And then, of course, Amen. those and per- around using me. using the word perfect loosely, right? Oh, yeah, very loosely. Very, you got a whole lot of <laughs> leeway with that. <laughs> you know, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. You do. You have yes, to. Yes. And, and it's taken me a long time. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm generally a happy person, but, you know, with a little bit of life in mixed in there, some days right. it's like, Lord, I ain't trying to be happy. But you have <laughs> to learn how to laugh at yourself. And I'm telling you, um, I have been doing a whole lot of laughing in my family, <laughs> my husband and my kids. Sometimes I be thinking about stuff, and I just fall out laughing at some things. They you know, it will be funny, and it's like I get an over and dose of the happiness, and I just fall out laughing. So, yeah, the, I think that's the basic main thing that I've learned on this journey is, yeah. one, well, I get a great lesson. Yeah, that, you know, no one is perfect. Don't expect your life to be perfect. I mean, and that's the thing. We expect life to be perfect, especially Christians. I, I'm learning a lot about my Christian walk. Um, as a, I mean, I grew up in the church since I can remember, since I was a baby. My grandmother said she took me to church since I was an infant. And so I have been in church all my, pretty much all my life. And I'm still learning a lot of things about God. He has a sense of humor. He really does. Oh, yes, he does. And, yes, he does. And, and people, you know, and people I say, I can't believe she's saying that. But it's the truth. I mean, mm-hmm. even comedians, that's their gift. And they make people laugh and they make people feel good and they make people, you know what I'm saying, make people happy. So I say God has a sense of humor. And sometimes he really asks you to do things he knows. <laughs> You really don't want to do, and I'm like, um, oh, my, my friend. I used to say, God be sending us postcards like, you need to do this. I need you to do that, and you like, God really? I mean, and I have talked <laughs> to God just like I'm chatting with you. I talk to yeah. Him just like I'm talking to you, and so it's like, okay, Lord, really? You got to be kidding. But no, he's not kidding, and he really wants you to do it. And even though it may seem crazy to you and everybody else around you, of course he has a plan, and usually most you can't go wrong. If you follow what God tells you to do, it's going to work out to your benefit. I tell that to my children, especially my daughter, all the time. I don't care what he asks you to do. If he asks you to do it, do it because he got a really good reason. And, of course, He's never going to let you down. It's going to work to your benefit, so just do it. But that would be 
um, some of the things that I've learned on my journey. And they are great lessons. Thank you for sharing those. Now, um, how has your – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Don. Oh, no, no, ma'am. Go ahead. How has your life changed for the better since God victoriously brought you through the season that you shared? And, you know, before we even go into that, you know, we don't want you to share your full chapter, but Mm -hmm. can you share a little bit, you know – a little bit of what your chapter is based on. You know, we know the title is My Time to Laugh and Shine. So, you know, since this book is about the scripture, um, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, um, I would assume that at some point you didn't feel like you could laugh or that you were shining. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Um, briefly, um, it's a synopsis of my life from childhood, living with my grandparents, not feeling that my parents wanted me because I lived with my grandparents. Um, Of course, that wasn't true, but as a child, you don't have those, that clarity. You know, you just know that you have parents in one place in the world, and you're living somewhere else with someone else and and feeling rejected. And then throughout life, young adulthood, adolescence, not feeling guys like you because you're a smart girl, and even having a guy tell you guys don't like girls like you because you're smart. Not that I wasn't pretty, not that I wasn't funny, humorous, you know, a really good person to be around and hang out with, but because I was a smart girl, Guys that like smart girls, so I'm like, what do they like, dumb ones? And you know, I'm thinking, my, you know, this is, <laughs> this is, you know, you, this, that dumb blonde, mm-hmm. yeah, that dumb blonde uh, image. And because I was smart, I was cute, but I was smart. And you know, guys like, you know, you good to hang out with, but you know, they don't want to date nobody that they feel smarter than them. And I'm like, really? So you know, <laughs> that kind of rejection, and then getting into relationships and being hurt from people who mm-hmm. say they love you, but really they, you know, if you don't do or say or if you have an opinion that's contrary to theirs, that they don't get you. And then, of course, there's the rejection there. So, yeah, I've had a lot of experience with not smiling, and, and I told a good friend of mine recently, and she, she, she actually called me back to make sure I was okay. I told her I could understand how Robin Williams, the comedian, could make everybody mm-hmm. laugh, you know, the world laugh, and he wasn't laughing. Right. And I felt that. I felt I could understand how he actually felt, how you can give and be loving and be unconditionally loving people, and yet they're not unconditionally. Conditionally loving you back. Yeah, so I understand it. And so, yeah, that, that's a little bit about what I talk about in my chapter, about the times when I didn't feel loved or people cared about me, and those who were saying they would love me were stabbing me in the back. And that's mm-hmm. what my chapter is really about and how I overcame that. Amen. Amen. Somebody will definitely be blessed. You know, I think we all can relate to what some of what you shared, you know, in some way, shape, or form. So I definitely know that your chapter is going to be a blessing. Um, it's already a blessing. Um, let's see. How has your life changed for the better since God victoriously brought you through that particular season? 
Now, um, you know that I, you can, your, your chapter says, my time to laugh and shine. So you're laughing and you're shining. You're out here. You're empowering and encouraging others. But how has your life changed? Hello? Okay. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite songs, so I'm glad you, you really <laughs> right. do pick, pick that for me. Um, I think the way my life has really has changed is the feedback I get from people when I share stuff on, um, I have to say, um, I've been writing since, I guess, 2001. I was diagnosed with the colon disorder, and the doctor told me that, he was going to medicate me if I did not lower my stress level because that was really the cause of me. Having this disorder, stress induces it and, of course, complicates it, and we know that stress is really a killer. So he told me I needed to get a stress reliever, so I started writing, started sending things to I would ride the subway to work into D.C., and on the way to work I would stop thoughts were thought in my head and I would send them out to my friends and of course by at that time um, Facebook wasn't I don't think was discovered yet but mm-hmm. and the internet was just something really new so you know use of email to get my messages across and I would send them to my friends and they were like girl you need to send these more than once a week so <laughs> what ended up being once a week Start, you know, started being twice a week, and, and then someone was like, you need to compile these into a book. So I did, published it, and it, and it went well. I, I do plan to re-release it at some point. I do some more editing into it mm-hmm. and do plan to release it at another time. But I started writing, and then, of course, the age that we're living in now with social media Facebook and Instagram, and I had an Instagram account for three years that I never used. I had a wow. hundred. I think I had a hundred followers, and that was because people knew me. I didn't post mm-hmm. anything. The only thing that was on there was my picture. So two years ago, December 2018, I decided I was going to start posting my thoughts on Instagram, and if you follow me on Instagram, you notice that most of the things that are on there, is you don't see too much of me, you just see my words, and mm-hmm. my readership has gone from over 100 people in 2008 to almost, over, almost 1,200 people today. Awesome. I think I got like 1,197 people following me, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. I could have had this a long time ago, but, again, not wanting to put myself out there, thinking people may not get what I'm saying or rejection. I just wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, going to do that. But the Lord was like, go ahead and put it out. Put it out. People started following me, and I got people following me from all over. Um, and the feedback that I get from the people when they say, you know, this is a really good thought, or and it's you know and these are things I keep it very practical. Everything I write is something to make you think, to inspire you, and to make you think. And so, just having people respond favorably to what I write that that's a real big morale boost for me. It's like okay, and then if, you know, 
like I said, the readership and being able to sow into other people's lives, not necessarily monetarily all the time, but just even planting the seed. Like, if I can do this, you can do that, or whatever your goal is, you can do it too. Look at me. I'm doing this, um, and you do what it is you do. So I think that's the biggest thing that um, has um, happened to me. Other other than being a part of this book anthology, you know, I've been able to share my story with you and the other ladies. That's something that's big that's happened in my life. And, of course, being on the podcast with you today is a big plus because it's like somebody is going who didn't know me will know who I am. And my, hopefully my story um, will inspire them to do great things as well. I think that it's a great opportunity that you have given all of us um, ladies to be able to share a little bit of ourselves and make a contribution to somebody else's life. Because that's the thing, you know, you the put on this goal, earth. Right? To do something, to do good, and to be able to share a little bit of what God has given you to make a contribution to the world. And that's what we're here to do. And you provided a vehicle for not just myself, but for other ladies to do the same thing and hope that the next generation who reads our book will say, we can do this too and make the world a little better. Amen. So that's awesome. So that uh, rejection that you may have received in the past about your intelligence is actually working in the inverse for you now. You know, your intelligence and that ability that you have, that God-given ability that you have to encourage and empower others, you're seeing the fruit from from the labor that you're putting out. So that's awesome. Yes, Yes, ma'am. That's awesome. So. Ms. Dawn, tell me, um, what advice would you give to someone um, who is in, you know, a season where they're, you know, they're feeling rejected, they're feeling like they're not good enough, you know, they're they're being told that something similar to what the gentleman may have said to you in the past where, you know, um, basically um, telling them that they're not their type or, um making them feel like that they're less than when we know that we are, as children of God, we are all, you know, um, he made us all fearfully and wonderfully made, and we are all someone special. We we are the apple of his eye. So, you know, what would you tell to that person who, who was in that particular place, thinking back to how you felt when that individual shared that with you? Um, what advice think- would you give them um, I I would say um, it's not going to get easy. Um, it's not easy ever, you know, the hurt and the disappointment. But I would say to them, of course, I got through it so you can get through it too. Um, use what the, I say use the hurt and the disappointment to fuel you to be better. Show those people, hey, I'm a winner. <laughs> You know, and that and that and that's how I think. It's like, okay, you let your disappointment be your motivation to win. You know, I got it in my head. I'm like, I, I don't need you anyway. <laughs> I'm smart. I can do. <laughs> I mean, and that was the attitude I took. Um, I'm smart. 
have goals, and I'm going to make it. And show those folks, hey, look, it's your loss. <laughs> um, but, again, it's not easy. I would never say it's easy, but through a lot of prayer. Um, God is, my daughter says, God is a good vet buddy. He is. He'll listen to you and won't tell your business. So, you know, right. <laughs> having, that, having that relationship with God, um, developing yourself, you know, your self-confidence. Um, I do, I journal. I write down everything I feel. A, a lot of it gets shared. A lot of it doesn't. You know, the personal, mm-hmm. real personal stuff that I don't share, I journal. But, you know, and it's good to go back and look at, you know, how you was feeling on a certain day. And, and like I said, use that disappointment. Use, that, use it as fuel to better yourself and to win. That's the goal to win. Whatever it is you're going to do, win. Your mindset, it has to be I'm going to win no matter what. And, yes, they may reject you. They may not like you. My husband says everybody ain't going to like you because if you're on a mission for Jesus, everybody ain't going to like you. And so, you know, and you have to get over that. It's like, okay, I know Mm -hmm. people ain't going to like me or everybody isn't going to like me, but that's okay because God loves you. So that's that's the biggest thing. doesn't matter what so-and-so is saying or doing. Just stay, you know, be true to yourself. Know who you are. Know that God loves you. And there are people who love you. I mean, there are more people that love me than people who don't. And, and, and they, you, right? Oh, yes, and they share that with you. And they, and there will be people who you are assigned to, and you will know it, and they will know you, and they will be the ones who say, we got your back, we love what you're doing. And you, you'll get that motivation to go further you know i get it every time somebody says i get what you're saying i like what you're saying and that's just another reason for me to keep going because some days i don't feel like writing there are days that i don't want to send out messages because i'm like who's really listening to me i'm not well known you know i'm not somebody that you see on tv every day so who's listening to little old me but that one person will say, girl, I needed what you said today. Yes, ma'am, and that is motivation to keep moving. And that would be the advice that I would give to someone. Don't stop being you. Be your best and know that God loves you. He created you for a purpose, and you live in that purpose, and you do that purpose, even when other people don't understand because it's not for them to understand anyway. God gave it to Amen. you to do, and so you do what you're supposed to do, and don't mind. Because, like I said, the people that you are sent to minister to, to do whatever it is you do, they will know, and they're going to let you know that you're on the right track. Amen. So that would be my advice. <laughs> well, you have definitely, <laughs> I definitely think that you have empowered um, whoever need, needed to hear that message on today. So thank you so much for sharing that. Look, I want to give you time to, to share whatever you want to share with the listeners. Um, let them know where to find you on social media, your website, and different things like that. Okay. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, um, I am on all forms of social media. Uh, I do have a blog. It's um, HTTP colon backslash two backslashes it's dawn dot wordpress dot com 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Lady Dawn, and Lady is spelled L-A-D-A-Y-D-A-W-N. Instagram is at First Lady Dawn, and again, F-I-R-S-T L-A-D-A-Y D-A-W-N. And there's a story behind why lady is spelt with two A's um, that I'll share in a few minutes. Um, Facebook, it's, it's Dawn, or you can follow me on my personal page at Dawn Courtney Mason. I'm available for book clubs, conferences, workshops. Um, and to book me, you can reach out to me at itsdawnonline at gmail.com. And the reason Lady is spelled L-A-D-A-Y, a very good friend of mine gave me that nickname when I met my husband. And she started calling me First Lady when we were dating. And she spelled Lady with two A's, and it just stuck with me. So if you're interested in getting in touch with me, those are the ways that you can find me. Awesome, awesome. Well, Dawn, you know, did you have anything else you want to share? Um, no, I think that's about it. Go read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you'll enjoy um, the stories, the ladies are delightful. I haven't met everybody. I just met everybody through in person, in person right. yet. But the stories that I've that I've had an opportunity to read a little bit of have been delightful, and I think you will enjoy reading the book. I encourage you to read the book because um, every story is different, every lady's life is different, but. Together, it's very empowering. So I would highly recommend the book. Even if I wasn't one of the authors, I would still <laughs> recommend the book. Amen, amen. And I second that, what Dawn has just shared. Um, Dawn, I want to thank you again. I know, like I mentioned before, I thank you, ladies, several times for, you know, your boldness and your bravery and stepping out to share a portion of your journey in the form of a book. And, um, you know, um, the books we have over this past seven to eight months, I believe, become uh, many sisterhood, you know. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it's six of us. <laughs> we become a sisterhood. <laughs> We've experienced it. We have experienced some things along the way. But, you know, God has even brought us through those things because that's who he is. That's what he does. And his grace is sufficient for us. His strength is made perfect in our weakness, and we're thankful for that. So that's why we all have come together to share our, a portion of our journeys within the Graceful Seasons Anthology, and we're looking forward to you receiving it in your hands and being encouraged by the testimonies that are shared. These are tr stories of triumph, victory, and God's faithfulness through the seasons of life. So, Dawn, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast and just you know, just sharing a little bit, a little bit about what your story is about so that the other person who um, tunes into this podcast at a later date will read it, uh, will listen to it, and realize that they need to get this book and um, they will truly be blessed by it. So thank you again. Yes, ma'am. Thank you um, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's such a blessing. I have read every story and every story, like I've mentioned before, has been a blessing to me, and I know that it's going to be a blessing for those who read it. So thank you again, Dawn, for coming on and spending a few minutes with me on the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. I appreciate you. 
Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And the feeling is mutual. I appreciate you. And thank you again for allowing me to share my story along with the other ladies um, being the coordinator for this project. Um, of course, it was a big undertaking for you pleasure. to bring everyone together. And thank you so much for the opportunity. You are so welcome. So, Dawn, um, I'm going to say have a good evening. We're going to um, close out the broadcast as we typically do. And for those who want to continue listening in, we're going to play some more of that um, great song, Smile, by Kirk Franklin. It's very appropriate for Dawn's chapter. Um, she yes, is smiling and she, she is smiling or laughing and she is shining. And she's not shining to be seen herself, but she's shining that, so that God gets all the glory. So thank you again, Dawn, for tuning in. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Listen to past episodes on YouTube. Stay connected with us via Facebook and Instagram. Follow the at sign, the letters F-U-E-L, the number four, the letters U-R-J-R-N-Y. Connect with the host, Debrada Sally, at www.deelifmentor.com. Again, that's www.deelifmentor.com. Until next time, remember, keep your tank full by staying connected to our greatest source of fuel, God's word and a personal relationship with him. I'm gonna be when this is